0: So um, the first thing we just want to start off with is a verse from John 5, um, where Jesus says, I tell you the truth, the Son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. So that's kind of our theme for what we're talking about, leaning with the Spirit. Fatima. Now? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great. Um, So now, who is Holy Spirit? As a former Muslim, I have always uh, struggled at this point, because I thought I knew God. I thought I knew about Jesus, yeah, his prophet, whatever. And Who is the other one? How can they believe in three gods? Um, God, in his grace, met with me, and I'm so grateful for that. Uh, but even after I met Jesus, it took me quite a long time to understand the meaning of Trinity. But Bible makes it clear that Holy Spirit is a person, and he desires to have relationship with us, personal relationship. Also, I can't go through the verses because of the timing, but he is the Lord, he is God, and that is clearly when Peter um, speaks to Ananias and he says, how can you lie to the Holy Spirit, for you have no lied to man but God himself. He is the spirit of sonship and um, also is the spirit of Jesus. It's interesting here, as in the book of uh, John, I mean, also Jesus speaks to them often, to his disciples, but they never get it. That's why I love them, because I'm like them. Um, he speaks to, to them, and he says to them, you'll, you'll see me a little longer, and then you'll not, you'll not see me again. And he says, now I am with you, but later on I'll be within you. And they didn't get it. Uh, later on, he dies, he comes back to life, and then he speaks to them. So at that time, his disciples were very scared and fear and persecution. So he says to them, don't be afraid. I'm going to the Father, but I will not leave you as orphans. I will send you the Comforter. When he comes, he will lead you into all truth, and then you will be my witnesses into Jerusalem, Judea, and the whole earth. And still they didn't get it. They say to him, okay, okay, Lord, but when are you going to rescue Jerusalem? That's what they were focused on. And I used to be upset. I used to say, like, can't you get it? But they didn't get it. Why they didn't get it? Because they have not had the revelation of the Holy Spirit. That was the triggering point. So now, for us, you can be born in a Christian community or uh, in church, brought up in church. You can come from another faith and add Jesus up to your life, but you'll have nothing unless you surrender to him and be baptized of the Holy Spirit. I remember when I first met him, I was so excited, but I didn't have knowledge. I didn't know anything about Jesus or God or... I had connection, anything about that. So here in church, we were having a service about baptism and, and then we were asked to get prayed for. And I missed that, that time. So I went in Bible study and Sally was leading. So she asked me if I was uh, prayed for and I said, no, I didn't. So she prayed for me and, uh, and then funny enough, I didn't feel anything. She said that you may feel this, 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 and I didn't feel anything at all. But she did. She had a prophetic word that God reached a vulnerable woman. So I was excited. I said, like, oh, yeah, lovely. And in the way home, the same day, in the way home, I, um, I said to God, if you want to use me, please use me. But I was thinking in 10 years' time or 15 or whatever. So in the same day, it was sunny day of July. This this is
0: on her way back from the Bible study where she'd just been prayed for to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah,
1: exactly. The same day, the same time. I just left her house. (gasps) I like to move hands. (laughs) So, um, anyway, I'm I'm losing my time. (laughs) Um, So, if you're familiar with Ilford in the High Street, just opposite the Argos, I saw this woman... She was not sitting on the, on the bench, she was lying under the bench, and it looked like she was crying, so I, I can't even describe it, but I was like, oh, just touched saw her, and then uh, immediately I had this thought in my head, you wanted to help? Here you go. And I was like, oh, help me! I just walked towards her, and then I spoke to her, managed to convince her to sit on the bench, and I told her about Jesus, prayed for her, and that is another story. But then immediately I called Sally, and I said to her, guess what? I just saw this lady. And she had that award for me, but even she was surprised. She was like, oh, I didn't expect this quick. So, um, so the point here is that I was not baptized with the Holy Spirit. And that time, as, as I accepted the, the praying and I was a, a baptized with the Holy Spirit, God started to move. And from that time, I have seen God, how he has used me. And I'm so grateful for that, to speak to homeless people, to broken women, and different people, really telling them about the good news. So there are many stories. I can't speak about all of them now, but I have selected only one. Um, Only recently, I had a dream that God asked me or showed me that I will save a child, but I didn't take it very seriously. So um, I went to the hub. Usually in the morning, I ask God to show me, to lead me to speak to the right person. So I went to the hub. And that lady, special lady, had joined the, the, the hub recently she, she looked very perfect outside. You wouldn't guess she had any problems. But that day, we were having the coffee on Wednesday. I sat in the same table with her. Somebody mentioned about depression and stress, and uh, she started speaking about her life. She said, oh, I used to feel depressed and stressed, and I, um, I, because of my depression, I, I harmed my daughter, and she was blaming herself. And that related with me, so I'm not gonna touch that anymore. <laughs> And um, I say to her, like, I used to feel the same. I used to be depressed and stressed, and I was lost. And I really damaged my daughter because she couldn't speak in front of people for 10 years. But God rescued me, and he used John. John is our leader, and he, you know, he helped, and uh, now she speaks freely. And then this lady, she said to me, oh, well, just so you know, you can stop it right there because I don't believe in God at all. I don't believe in him. And I was like, oh, you don't believe in God? And she said, no. That's fine, then. You don't have to say anything. But I am. I'm talking. <laughs> so I, I continued with my story. And I said to her, like, you don't like Jesus? And she said, no. And I, I was like, I didn't like him, too. So I told my story how I became a Christian. <laughs> and um, after that story, she was about to go and get her coffee. So she came close to me, and she said, um, don't get excited. But really, when you spoke, something has touched me. I've never felt the same. And I was like, oh, so I knew that was a child, (laughs) and I had to go after her. So I stood up, and I said to her, can I have a hug? And she said, okay. So I gave her a hug, and I said to her like three times in her ear, Jesus loves you, and she just burst into tears. Um, Two months later, I think, she came for a baptism service, and that was amazing because while John was speaking, God spoke to her directly, and she just felt God's presence, and she accepted Jesus, and it was amazing because she just gave her life to Jesus there. She, now she's attending Bible studies, and just to make her more embarrassed, she's here today. <laughs> um, so now, how does Holy Spirit work? How does he operate? He operates through us, not because he needs us. He can do it anything in his own way or by himself, but because it pleases him to use us. He uses us by giving us gifts, and that is in the books of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, 14. Um, he gives us gifts of uh, knowing, such as words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discernment of the spirit, gifts of doing, and you can see that is um, faith in healings, powers, miracles and wonders, is gifts of um, speaking, yes, tongues, interpretation and prophecy. I personally have seen God's gifts being used Amongst us, but for more, I think Sal is going to show, speak. Okay, so um, this picture.
0: (laughs) So Fatima has chosen these pictures. You'll see why I'm I'm laughing when you see the next one, but that's to come. Um, So it's a picture of us leaning with the Holy Spirit. So he takes control, and we go where he's leading. And um, last year... We felt like God started to speak to us about what we were doing at the Hub. So people were coming, and they were finding a place. They were having a really good time. They were meeting friends. They were doing things that they enjoyed doing. We were talking to them about the difference that Jesus makes, but that wasn't all the time. And I really felt quite dissatisfied And began to feel, well, we've got good news. We should be shouting this out. We shouldn't just be keeping it as a secret, well-kept secret. And um, Fatime, as you've probably picked up, she's quite um, straight-talking, fast-moving. And, you know, she said to me one day, it's really not enough for people just to come and learn English. And I said, no, I feel that as well. So, you know being who she is, so what are we going to do about it? Okay, yes, let's be asking God. At a similar time, um, John had a sense of this could be a time where we, we take maybe a week to really talk about who Jesus is and the reason we do what we do, um, expect that people would be healed, expect that they would really encounter Jesus. So we thought, yeah, let's do it. And we stepped out and found that God really met us. So we got a lot bolder with help from our friend. Where boldness Jesus. would... And yes, and obviously from Jesus, but um, yes. <laughs> Fatima brings, uh, brings a new boldness, which is something that we've really benefited from. So one of the things that we did was we had a prayer tent um, in Castle Point. Some of you would have seen it. It wasn't small. It was quite large and quite obvious. And we wondered how people would respond. And day after day, people asked if we could pray for them. And there was something about having this prayer tent there that people would just say, yeah, I'll I'll go in, can you pray for me? We saw amazing things happen. We saw um, a Hindu family begin to explore who Jesus is. And still now um, they've done alpha courses, still on that journey. Um, We saw an amazing healing. Um, Some of you will have heard this story, but a woman whose husband is a cab driver and he couldn't couldn't work because his back and legs were so painful. She asked us to pray for him. He wasn't there, but we prayed for her in the (coughs) prayer tent. And the next morning she came in so excited. She said when she'd got home, nothing had changed. Her husband was still in pain, but the next morning he got up and um, her, her name is Zophanon, and he, she said he said to me, "Zophanon, my body, it feels very good." <laughs> <laughs> this is the next morning, and so he felt such an absence of pain. He was really amazed by it, and she she said, "But yesterday they prayed for you at the hub, and they had lots of conversations about why would it be that when we prayed." we you know he would be healed and he said i think it's because those people believe the bible mm-hmm. so really really amazing things we have lots of stories but we haven't got the time to tell them. Um, but just one other thing, really, we had a whole list of prophetic words that people gave to us, and we, throughout the week we were able to tick off the words that we saw, really specific things. Some, somebody will come, they'll have a fear of drowning. Somebody came, can you pray for me? I've, I've got fear of drowning. Really specific things like that. So it was very exciting. Um, and it just was that sense of, God, you're leading us, and we're... We're going with you. So we need your next slide now. <laughs> okay, so that's Fatima at the front.
1: That's, that's the church, and the other one is the Holy Spirit. I know, I know. Um, the,
0: the thing that we found was that we suddenly we were freed to be bold. We were sharing testimonies like we hadn't really done before and offering prayer for people and talking about Jesus. So one of the things that she'd really challenged us in, in this week was it's no good talking about God because nearly all the people who come to us believe in God, but they don't know who Jesus is. So we were very specific in how we talked about him. Um, okay, I've missed a big bit out. Um, so basically, after that week, it didn't stop, so we've seen things begin to happen since so we've seen God meeting with people, we've seen people healed. Do you want to say about that healing with the woman running
1: around? Oh yes. <laughs> Sad and I were doing a group on Thursdays is finding solutions to questions of life, but mainly we just try to bring forgiveness god's love and and peace and all of those subjects. So that day we were speaking about uh, mental health and depression. So this lady, after we finished, she, said, she just came to me and she said, uh, please, please, can you pray for me? Can you do something about it? Can you do something about it? And I said to her, like, I can't do anything else apart from praying. And she said, okay, then that's fine, pray. But she's Muslim and she's from Pakistani. And um, I said to her, like, do you know that I pray in Jesus' name? And she said, no, oh, I don't mind, just pray. So we prayed for her. She had her leg, she couldn't walk proper, and then she had depression. So we prayed for her, and uh, she started walking. She's, at first, she was like tingling her leg, and then she was like, oh, I can walk, I can walk. She was moving around. And then um, I said to her, would you like to pray for your... So we prayed for that, and she said, oh, I feel so peaceful, I feel so peaceful. And uh, she was just just glorifying God, really, because we kept saying to her that it's not us, it's Jesus, and she was so excited. And and
0: one of the things that um, God has done is help us see beyond what's presented. So we've had a group of people come, um, their behavior is sometimes quite unpredictable and not easy to handle. And um, I was talking to Avril about it, and she said, well, what's your vision for them? I am ashamed to say this, but we'll let you in on what I said um, to be honest, my vision is that they would sit quietly and not disrupt everything. Isn't that awful? And then she said, hmm, do you think you could expect more than that? Okay, uh, I think probably I could. So there's just that sense of conviction, really, that everybody has a story, everybody has difficulties, but beyond that, God is at work. Um, and one particular woman um, came in, she was, used to come in looking really quite unfriendly, quite scary, um, and Fatima uh, oh Sorry. yeah, you there, she's hiding from me, um, she decided, because we'd already talked about this, um, you know, what can we expect for people that don't immediately fit into our, what we expect and, you know, what should we expect for them? So we'd been talking about it, and that
1: challenged you, didn't it? And yeah, so it with did. her... I felt very provoked about it, because I didn't spend time with them either. <laughs> so this lady came in, and I decided to go and speak to her. First, it was very cold, she didn't speak a lot, she went out, smoked, came back in, I went back and spoke to her. And uh, then I, uh, my friend, Leah, came along, <laughs> so <laughs> we started to speak with her, and as we started to speak with her, because she's young, only 23, and she had three kids. All of them lost to the social services. She was very desperate. And as we started to speak to her, she started sharing her life with us. And she was a completely different person. Um, in the following, following week, she came back to the hub. And uh, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, you came back. Oh, that's good. We missed you. And we really missed her, honestly. <laughs> and uh, so she, she felt very loved. And she was like, oh, really? Thank you. And then she said to me, if you'll have me, I will volunteer here. I will help you out. And I was like, Oh. That's lovely. So, yeah, it was very different.
0: Yeah, so, you know, a lot of these are unfinished stories, um, but we're expecting that God is going to continue to really work. And I think the thing, the most powerful thing has been what he's done with us as a team. So, you know, it's not me and Fatime. There's a whole team. Many of you here are part of that team. Um, Rachel could tell you a lot of stories about responding to the nudge. That's been a big thing that God's been doing in her. So ask her why she bought a toaster for somebody. She probably won't be able to really give you a proper answer. But that was a nudge that God gave her. She just felt that she should give somebody a toaster. So he's kind of leading us to do unusual things. He's leading us to step out of our our comfort zone. But he's just so faithful. And it's very exciting. It really feels like we're on a roller coaster sometimes. But um, you know, just really knowing that he is is with us. And um, he's building our spiritual muscles just like that. Um, Well, maybe not quite like that, but... (laughs) Um, One of the things that's come out of it is people doing an alpha course. So we were able to start an alpha course at the Hub from that. And then that, in turn, led on to the big alpha that a lot of you were involved in. So we're still seeing the kind of knock-on effect of that. And people who did the alpha course are now doing a follow-up course. So, yeah, really, really exciting things. and It feels like he's really built um, a momentum. So... um, Just to summarize, unless you had anything else. Really, I think what we're learning is, it's the importance of listening to the Holy Spirit and acting, asking him where he's working, seeing where he's working, and leaning in with him as he's doing that. And only, coming back to what I said at the beginning, that verse that says, only doing what the Father gives us to do. It's not up to us to get results, And boldness is a really key thing, but that is something that we're only getting as as we ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill us and give us that. Um, And the other thing that we're learning is the importance of praying all the time for everyone. All of these people that are coming, just really key, have finished within our time.